0: Welcome, 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 everybody, to the 90s mixtapes, that's right, you heard that right, Rebrand, 2023. I'm your host, Pat, joined by my lovely co-host and partner in crime, Jen. Hello. And today we're going to cover music uh we missed a month so it's kind of like groundhog day we're gonna put the two of them together
1: it's funny how your month is really everybody else's like six or seven months we've missed a long time i but don't think we've been here since june
0: i don't we might have been here I think before we that popped
1: in once or twice
0: but now we're back we're here Listen, we we're back a lot, from outer space
1: we had a lot going on
0: we did um and we'll get into all of that as other episodes go on but right now we're here to focus on music right Yes. Like when you blank stare like that, it doesn't really help it all flow. You're like, I'm like, does the, is the computer like, not working? Like, is the Zoom call not working? I'm like, wait, you're literally in the room with me. There is no... Because I
1: feel you steering me in a different direction. You know, I, I feel like the car steering, like I'm in driver's ed and like I'm trying to move the steering wheel one way and you're like the instructor and you just move it the other way. So for a second, I just have to... I have to, like, reconfigure, and now I'm reconfigured. I
0: want to be clear. When you say driver's ed, all I see, all I think about is Mr. Tuttle. And I just think about (laughs) everybody doing it with Slater getting the license. So, like, you say driver's ed, I think about Saved by the Bell. That's where my mind
1: goes. Well, that's great. I think about actual driver's ed, but I think about Burger King.
0: Okay, that's not really fair. Like, I mean, it's fair for you. It's your lifestyle. But, like, for me, I'm just thinking about A.C. Slater parallel parking at golf cart.
1: That's great. That's what I'll think (laughs) of from now
0: on. But we're here to go over the music.
1: Not Say by the Bell, unfortunately.
0: Not Say by the Bell yet. Uh, we are in we're gonna cover January and February of ninety-three. We're gonna go kind of, you know, as quick as we go, but we're going to just kind of touch on some of the music that we liked, some of the stuff that maybe was a little bit of above our pay grade, and uh some other stuff that maybe we didn't even know we were gonna enjoy. So let's jump in. Um Starting in January, I saw couple different albums on some of the sites that we were looking at um to listen to we went back and forth about beck's loser which we looked it up i don't think it technically comes out fully for another couple months so we're going to kind of put a pin in that um to make sure that we have a a yeah i think
1: just the single came out and the album's gonna come out in a couple months
0: yeah and i don't want to when we know you know we actually did a little bit of planning here but as we're like Planning this out, charting it out a little bit. Like some of these where it's just a single, we're going to try to kind of maybe stick to the album just to give it a little bit more meat. But then other times maybe we won't because we don't really know like what we would have had access to. You know, like because I didn't, did you buy singles?
1: I bought a few because I wanted the special tracks. Specifically, I think mostly Green Day singles because they would have songs on the single that weren't on the regular album, but it was kind of like, Oh, I'm gonna spend twelve dollars on this single to get like three songs.
0: Did you spent twelve dollars on singles. I they don't, weren't twelve dollars. I don't
1: Eight they were
0: probably like eight dollars. They're like five bucks. That was the whole point of a single, it's like five bucks. Okay, I'm gonna
1: tell you that I don't remember how much they were. But I remember I bought the Geek Stink Breath single because it had like a special song on it and fair. that wasn't on the album. Um so a few times I bought singles, but no, I never heard a song liked it and bought the single i would just wait for the album to come out how about you
0: um same i can't remember any singles that i actually owned you know especially coming to the cd generation um i can remember at best i owned probably at any one point like 50 albums the rest of it then just became at best the rest of it just became Mixed mixes that I would make, you know, either a mixtape or a mixed CD. A lot of them have similar songs. Uh, a lot of them you have to remember what, you know, Pat's car mix actually had.
1: Um, Did I ever talk about what I would name my, my car mix CDs? No. I would give them, like, names. Like, I had, like, Sasha and, like, um, Mandy. I'm going
0: to go ahead and stop you right there. We are trying to discuss music, <laughs> okay. and you're trying to sit here and tell me that you had car mixtapes named Mandy?
1: I don't remember the exact name. Think about oh, the audience. One was definitely brandy.
0: Just because we're here in a closet doesn't mean that <laughs> other people aren't gonna listen to it in the car and go, These fucking people are talking about. because well, I would their think CDs about like brandy. the vibe
1: that it would give me and I'd be like, This gives me a like a girl named Sasha vibe. You know a what I mean? A girl named Sasha vibe. Or like Jessica. Like maybe a basic like if one was like basic songs, I'd probably name it like Jessica. If one was like more punk, I would name it like I don't know
0: maxi or something Maxie? like a maxi pad what no, the fuck are you like talking maxine. about maxine maxine so you're gonna shorten it because she's punk yes Whew, off to a <clears throat> rousing start i gotta say right there um a <laughs> couple things i saw in january try to kind of guide this back on the path i <laughs> saw the release of one comedy album dennis leary's that i want to touch on dennis leary's no cure for cancer and screeching weasel album Which I know as soon as I told you, hey, there's a Screeching Weasel album, you were like, uh, hello. Mm -hmm. So, Jim, why don't you tell me, you know, here in January, I'll uh, let you go first. Why don't you tell me about what you thought with the Screeching Weasel album?
1: Well, I actually want to start with Belly, which you didn't even mention. But Belly's star came out in January, and I'm like, I've heard of the band Belly, but... I don't know what they do, right? So I listened to that album, and um, I didn't realize it was like a female singer. Yes. It kind of had like a cranberries, like Mm -hmm. European vibe. It was actually very 90s, very enjoyable. I really liked it. I just want to say shout out to the Belly album, because I I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. I'm like, huh. Um, Yeah, Anthem for a New Tomorrow by the Screeching Weasels. Um, Otherwise known as Screeching Weasel. Did, have you ever heard of them before?
0: Yes, because I can see their logo, A Screeching Weasel.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'd seen that in places.
1: Yeah. Um, this was a band I really liked when I was a teenager, and this is my favorite of their albums. It is, I think, pretty much considered their best album. I, I listened to it today, and I was expecting to be like, I was expecting to not still like it and be like, oh God, I can't believe I listened to this and it was the opposite. I was like, "Oh my god, I remember all the words to all these mm-hmm. songs." Um like Claire Monet, and I'm like, "I remember being a teenager listening to Claire Monet like, oh my god, that's so sad. That girl was so independent and like uh, cool and and when she was younger and then she just got married and changed her name and now raises kids. Like that's the like that was supposed to be the worst thing, right? Like you <laughs> like you settle down and have a family." Um I yeah, it's just like anti establishment. There's like a instrumental song on it. I feel like Ben Weasel kinda has like a little bit of a um like a Billy Corgan like nasally like meh, you know, only more punk thing going on. But that album is surprisingly for a underground ish punk album, in my opinion. The songs are pretty catchy. Like I was there was Um, I think it was Claire Monet okay yeah i really because for some as a kid i was like that will never be me but like i mean yeah so that really stuck with me and now as an adult listening to it i'm like man what a message to send right that you can't you can't settle down in life <laughs> um yeah the last song ugh no i can't think of the name of it we just listened to it in the car the last song was really good too i think or i really liked it at the time I wonder if I'd like this if I listened to it for the first time now. You know? I don't know. I mean, it's I don't, it's, I don't I, think I would. I it really know. hit me in that I'm a teenager bone, you know, like anti-society type thing. But. Well,
0: it's, it's hard because, you know, these are the set. <clears throat> you gotta remember, especially, I mean, you know, when we get into at least next month, you know, when we're talking about the, the, uh, the Tupac album and stuff, even Dinosaur Jr., like, you hear these things, these patterns, these notes, these sounds, which are gonna evolve and uh, and give birth to other people's sounds and stuff so it's kind of like you're hearing screeching weasel and i'm like oh okay you know like you can hear where that sound will evolve to later on you Mm -hmm. know like if that makes sense you know what i mean that's the thing about music is that like somebody you know nothing is ever really like i would say you know you're 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 playing the instruments and for the most part nobody's necessarily like breaking new ground like they're just changing how they, you know, put the same chords and same notes and how they play them together, you know, and then how they sing, obviously, in their voice. And it's just how you do it, you know, how you're playing that instrument, how you're doing that is what really changes that that sound. And then people start emulating your, what you know, your little variation and then you just keep going. And that's the great part about music is you can hear how it evolves. You can just hear how it comes out of that. So I, I actually enjoyed the album. Yeah. Um, the other album thing that came out this month in January was uh, Dennis Leary's No Cure for Cancer. I remember this song specifically. <sighs> asshole. Yeah,
1: let's talk about asshole.
0: We watched the video.
1: Uh-huh. He
0: is the world's biggest asshole. I remember the song.
1: Did it was you love this song? such a working class
0: man song. Yes, because it was a curse word in the oh song. Oh, my God. Right? He said it 7,000 times.
1: Uh-huh. And, you know... He said it over 27
0: times. That's That's the... And, you know, at least in the 90s, like, Dennis Leary was kind of, he was, because I remember the show Rescue Me after 9-11 and how big of a deal that that show was, like, on FX. Yeah, I remember that. And it was, it was, it was a good show. I mean, I watched it and stuff, but it was just, he was such a Northeast, such a, you know, Mm. presence, such a, you know, and his comedy was so, like, snarky and to the point. It was like a. You know, if George Carlin was a little softer with some of his blows before he set them off, you know, before he set you up, like, and was very, very intelligent. Like, Dennis Leary is a little bit more, like, crass. At least yeah. just, You know what I mean? Like, it's just same kind of, like, like same kind of general idea of how they wanted to kind of talk about some weird things with society and, and the things that we do. But just, he was just a little bit more in your face, right? A little bit louder, a little bit angry. You know, that sort of deal. Yeah. know, it reminded me of... Home. <laughs> yes. You know, just that Northeast life, yeah. you know, like you knew this person. Um, You knew the person who drew drove slow in the ultra fast lane.
1: So I have a question. You knew for the you. people
0: that parked in the handicapped spaces. Yes, you knew them.
1: And I have a question for you. Yeah. You know how there's controversy about this song um, with with that particular line? You know, peop, I park in handicapped spaces and about the handicapped people making handicapped faces, mm-hmm. which is a real fucked up thing to say. Like, we can agree on that. Do you find that, um, offensive in this song? Like, were you like, I can't listen, like, that, or or all. did you think, because I, to me, it's so clear that this guy is saying that because he's a quote unquote asshole and he's making fun of the asshole who would say something like that or feel that way. And it's not really making fun of handicapped people at all. Because I did read something while I was looking into it that was like, oh, you got a bunch of, you know, flack for making fun of handicapped people. But it's in in such a way that I feel like it's really making fun of the people who make fun of them. Right? Did I just wanted to know your thoughts on that.
0: So my thought on that is this, personally. When, when the line is, handicapped people making handicapped faces. I don't understand. Like, okay. So let's say, for example, you're handicapped because you're, like... You're missing a leg. You're missing an arm. Like, what is a handicapped face? Like, what is that? It, it just... The idea of someone getting really, truly offended by a line, as you said, in context about someone being a fucking asshole, the world's biggest fucking asshole, and then saying, handicapped people making handicapped faces in handicapped places, it doesn't even make any sense. It's gobbledygook. Yeah. So to me, it's like, it's part of the... uh Like, it's part of the storytelling of the, the character
1: being an asshole being an asshole if it was said in a way so like, where like what is like, a
0: handicapped face if he's like trying to mock someone that right. their handicap was their face but now no if,
1: if it's a jerky boys album and they're so and they're saying oh I'm handicapped and acting like a handicapped person mm-hmm. and saying they make a handicapped face like now that, that's offensive to me anyway I mean I know or, everybody or has their own if
0: they're trying to say or, or if he's trying to say like, someone with an intellectual disability or something or right. you know something like right. that but it's like what is a handicapped face like what is a ha- like the idea like <laughs> that's what, what is a handicapped face like like, I Is it think, the face you make while using crutches? Or, I, don't, I, I don't know. I don't yeah. know why people would qualify for a handicap sticker, but I wouldn't imagine your face, just your face, would be enough for you your to face be. Alone. Hey, right? So, like that idea, it's like not like he's like. We you don't know, want
1: your face to be a person
0: honest. in a no. wheelchair making, you know, making a wheelchair a face. face, right? Like it's just like. <laughs> oh, no. It was so silly. You no, had, but it was yeah. just a. No, I know. Silly I was thing. just
1: curious because I read that, like, that, Um, you know, that got a lot of shit. And I was like, huh, I don't. And I listened to the song again to, like, get it, but I was like, I really just see it as a context of, like, we're supposed to be, like, this guy's such an asshole. He's even saying these things. What was your favorite part of the video? Uh,
0: My personal favorite part of the video? Mm -hmm. When he's got the football, and his kid runs into the fence, and he just, like, looks at the kid. Like, I always laugh at that, where it's just, (laughs) like, because he's, like, you just know, like, that guy's probably had, like, three beers... And he's like, I fucking hate my kid. Like, you just, yeah. you, you make up the whole story yourself. I'll oh, go long. And the kid's running, like, in the backyard with the helmet on and just runs into the fence. Yeah. And he never throws the ball. Like, that, That to me. What was your favorite part?
1: I don't know if it was my favorite part, but it's a part I couldn't stop thinking about. Because I was like, is that what I think it is? When he's sitting on the chair, smoking his Cuban cigar, and he's like, P- is it a breast implant that he has in his When hand? it opens. Is that, he's ho- like playing with the breast when implant. It like, opens,
0: when it opens. When it opens. it's a stress ball. When it opens, there's a bra that he moves, and underneath the bra is two breast implants.
1: Mm. that's right. Okay, so that yeah, my, my favorite. So part it is, is literally the, a breast implant. Is, is the the stress ball breast implant is my favorite part because it's just it's so good. It's like, yep, you are that American asshole, right? You just love fake
0: boobs and mm-hmm. fake boobs, Cuban cigars, and you know all the other things. Especially in the beginning, is just like his life is wonderful. But yet he's an asshole, right? Yeah. Like everything's great, but that's not enough. I got to be an asshole. And yep. you're just like, oh man.
1: And like, has much changed 30 years later? And you know, like,
0: <laughs> the, like, the American like ass- for my parents, this was way too edgy back then. So like they would not listen to this or anything. So it was just funny that like, it was extra funny. Cause it was like, Ooh, this is like a thing that like when I heard, it, I probably heard it was like 11 or 12. So I heard it a few years after, you know, this part. Um, cause I actually, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be 10 this year. So I could have heard it like at some point during this year, Were you, you know, um? maybe an older cousin, you know, like I heard a the older cousin or like a friend, somebody had it and like, I heard it and I was like, ah, oh, but it was not like my parents weren't like, I'm going to to a Dennis Leary comedy album.
1: Yeah. My, my parents weren't either, but I mean, they probably would, especially my, I mean, I don't know if my dad likes Dennis Leary, but he would definitely listen to like, I mean, he thought Andrew Dice Clay was hilarious. I'm sure. Um. Did your parents, like, curse in front of you and stuff?
0: Not really. Not a ton.
1: That's, that's wild. Knowing your parents now as an adult, that's... Not that they curse a lot, but, like, I feel like...
0: No, the... You know, in, in the words of uh, Chris Jericho, the wall was probably broken down for the cursing. <laughs> at least me, for them, probably, like, 10 years ago. Oh,
1: okay, okay. 12
0: to 15 years ago, we then at that, because... Otherwise, if I dropped an f bomb or said something, they would like they'd be like, "Hey, you know." And every now and again, even now, my dad, if I do some your dad,
1: salty does language, your dad call, doesn't, your hey, really dad doesn't curse. really curse. No, he doesn't. It's your mom, your really mom, mom does, and I'm not talking. I mean, my, my yeah, dad. yeah. See, for like my parents, I feel like it was um, but everything dad, was game except the f bomb. They never really said the f bomb in front of me.
0: My dad was a sailor, so it's funny that he doesn't really curse like one.
1: I want. Oh.
0: Think about it. Think about it. <laughs>
1: Think about it.
0: So that was our, that was kind of our, our little grab bag, like what we grabbed from January. Uh, it, and as we see these comedy albums, I'm going to grab them too, you know, if we see them and they came out because that really, you know, I don't know when Adam Sandler's albums are going to come out and some of the other stuff, but like, that was like a fun little bomb to just drop in my Spotify. I was like, man, I do remember this song. This was a thing. I had this on a couple mixtapes like I did, you know, it was just like a thing. Yeah, you know, like a new people that liked it and you know, I got this because that's how all this worked back then. And I think that's the funnest part when going through this now is it was all somebody told you about it. Like by the time, you know, by the time something got to you, it could have already been out of style, you know, or you're oh, yeah, the absolutely. cool kid that was making it, you know, be part of be part of the style, you know, be, be part of the conversation because you just you just had to be tapped in in order to know some of this stuff. You know, it's just not like you would have known what it was. Yeah.
1: Do you know how like I think I had I think I had friends that like Screeching Weasel, but I think I've found bands like Screeching Weasel because I'd buy when I bought like the Offspring album. What was, mm-hmm. was their big album like what was that album called? Smash or Smash? I think the one with like um,
0: Nitro. One no, Smash. Smash. That
1: cool. and the and Dookie, Green Days Dookie. I would like. Look in the back for, like, previous albums. I went, I bought a Green Day previous album, and then it had, like, a Lookout Records, like, list of all these, like, bands that they had, you know, that they put out. And then I'd get the bands in my head, and if I saw them in, like, the wall or whatever, I'd grab one to see if I liked it. And it was just from, like, getting these other albums. It it was so cool how you had to, like, really search for music. It was a treasure hunt for music. It was a treasure hunt. And then it was, like, a risk, because you're spending money on an album, you Mm know?
0: Or somebody had it and you heard it and you're like, I really like that song. And then you're like, Oh, I'm going to go get that album. And you're like, wow, that song was the only good song up.
1: And if you wanted to hear music that wasn't super mainstream, you had to stay up late to watch Mm -hmm. like much music and MTV when they had like their, you know, late night music on that wasn't the same as their TRL, you know?
0: Yep. It was, it was a, it was a, a period of, of discovery for sure. But the fun part being that like we weren't alone. I feel like now maybe is like really different in a sense that I feel like people are discovering, myself included. I mean, I, I'm discovering music where the same thing that you are talking about, the same experience, which is what our parents said. You know, they go to a record store, they, you know, they're they looking around for a record, maybe get someone from another thing or hear something on the radio.
1: You know, though, do you think that? Music was as important to them when they were kids as... A 100%. Kid. Well, 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 to, let to let your me, parents, yeah, my parents were.
0: Well, let me... let me So, t- let me go down this train here. So, now it's like when you're on Spotify or Pandora, you hear a song, and you're like, oh, I like either that band, and I want to listen to the rest of it, or other songs like them, and you could quickly go down that rabbit hole without paying any money. So, the difference is you're, we're still doing the same things. That's how I'm finding all sorts of different stuff. But now, the entire floodgate is open. Um, I think music has always been important, and it, this is probably my favorite podcast to do because I don't know a lot about music. I know music that I like, and I know why I like it. It makes me feel something, which is the point of music. And I think, you know, I don't necessarily know too much about your parents, um, but I do know that your dad likes smooth jazz, and your mom <laughs> likes uh, Garth Brooks. So, I mean, they say something to them.
1: Um, the, the smooth Both jazz. Both of those things have been really... around a long time. Well, when I was younger, my dad listened to like, uh, like doop and country. Yeah, he liked Garth Brooks, and my mom listened to like, the Eagles' greatest hits on repeat.
0: Well, you just gotta think <laughs> that in that in every car or in, and in most houses since probably the nineteen fifties, they had a radio. Most houses minimum had a radio. Most cars have a radio. So, like, you're going to be listening to something. I don't think most people just drive and not listen to anything, even back then. So, there must have been something that people were listening to. Uh, I do think it's important. I, I don't know if people necessarily spend their, um, or people did spend their money on it, maybe. You know, everybody spends their money differently. Well, they bought
1: records or A-tracks. Right,
0: or... right. But, I mean, I don't know, like, you know, for example, your parents, they might have an extensive A-track collection. Like, I, I know my mom did. had tons of records. My dad didn't, Right. I do
1: remember there being, like, a handful, like, maybe, like, literally, like, six, maybe, eight tracks in, like, the thing our TV was on. mm -hmm. I remember being like, what are these humongous uh, cassette tapes?
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, our little tangents, which we do from time to time, which we enjoy.
1: You gotta have them.
0: I mean, I just, I just love you like know, this is
1: my favorite part. I mean, maybe you disagree, maybe listeners don't agree. But when I'm listening to a podcast, like I just want to hear the tangents more than you know what I mean. Like, well,
0: I mean, you're not here for you know music history, and you're not here for. I mean, if you are, you're I in the wrong not, place. Oh yeah, no, no, no. You know, There's you're not. you're here for kind of an instant take on on old music. You we know, should or make that like shows. a um
1: a warning. In the beginning. We are not experts. If you're here to learn anything, please look elsewhere. If you're
0: here to learn anything about music, you've come to the wrong place. If you're here yeah. to listen to some <laughs> 90s kids, you know, kids who grew up in the 90s, talk about how some of the music made them feel and whether or not they liked any of the albums. Okay. You know, and that how they hold up now. Well, let's <laughs> having said that, let's jump into February then. So February we had, um, I wrote down a bunch of the albums and things that we had on here. Um, Tupac had an album um, I'm not going to Sure did Name the album uh, Apparently it was a very Well received album Full disclosure um, I didn't listen to a lot of Tupac That was not something that I listened to
1: You mean 9 year old Pat Wasn't listening in, to Tupac
0: e- Even by the time of 15, 16 It was like Biggie I listened to um, And then Eminem East Coast and Yeah basically Eminem um, You know then growing You know in the early Late 90s early 2000s I had a ludicrous Fifty Cent, um, that kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And then Dre, when he was with Eminem, I did not listen to a lot of West rap. I did not listen to Tupac. So I did neither. I- this is not something I'm going to even wade into the water of whether or not it's good, not good. I can say I we listened to it, um, myself personally. I was like, wow, this really. There's a specific sound with 90s yeah, hip hop really that you is. hear, and it's there, and you just hear it. Right? And the
1: difference between West Coast and East Coast, uh-huh. It really is,
0: um... You hear it, and you're yeah. like, oh, man, this is... You know, it's definitely not something that a uh, suburban white guy can, you know, bump in his hybrid vehicle as he's driving around <laughs> right now. Right. Uh, definitely not something I could sing along to, but, I mean, you could really tell the emotion and... Yeah, you can enjoy it. The so. poetry yeah, and the artistry that is Tupac. So, that's where I'm going to put my opinion on that. We had a Google Dolls album. Um... They will be a ninety staple of that, you know, Buffalo, New York kind of uh Oh, is that where they're from? Lifestyle. Yeah. They're like some of the biggest people from Buffalo. I don't understand? This is their fourth album. And there was a song that came off this album that was in a Polly Shore movie called Son-in-Law.
1: Yeah, I um, listened to that song. I didn't...
0: I didn't recognize it. I didn't it.
1: recognize it. I have seen Son-in-Law multiple times. If I... If <laughs> unfortunately, I, I'll probably watch it again. So if I, I had yeah. to
0: guess... I bet you that this was over the credits because that would happen sometimes that they would like play songs. You know, they play songs over the credits. Like if I had to guess, it was probably there. I, I don't did, know. I, I couldn't
1: tell you. I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily remember if, even if it wasn't a movie. So
0: there wasn't, I mean, I listened to this album. It sounded like the Google Goo dolls. Ex- there was yeah. nothing that yeah. jumped off the page. Didn't. And, and then seeing it was their fourth album in 93. I'm like, wow, they've been, they were around a long time. So that was, that was it. I mean, it didn't, it sounded like the Google Dows. I'm like, okay. There was nothing. Agree. Yeah. Duran Duran had their seventh album, which is called Ordinary World or The Wedding, or Ordinary World was a big song off of it, but it's called The Wedding Album. Um, because there was a bunch of people getting it's married. It's
1: called Duran Duran, actually.
0: Right, but people called it the Wedding Album oh, okay. because the cover I'm like, it's a art. self
1: titled album It's their but... second
0: self titled album. They've already done a first self-titled album, and that's why people call it the wedding album, because there's people getting married on the front.
1: They're just breaking all kinds of rules.
0: They're European. self self-titled they're, albums. They're doing their thing. Damn. Um, So, yeah. I, this, again, sounded similar to other Duran Duran. I listened to Ordinary World. It didn't... For me, anyway, it wasn't groundbreaking. It wasn't like... I was like, oh, wow, this is...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, how'd you feel about this album?
1: Well, there's Ordinary World and... Uh, there was another track on there that I'm like, oh yeah. I like this song. But um what well, which one was that? <laughs> beep bop, boop. Beep
0: boop beep boop beep boop, boop beep boop beep, beep boop boop
1: boop boop boop. Uh yeah, you know, it's Duran Duran. <laughs> I like the songs of them that I like and uh I mean i you know beep boop. Bop.
0: You know? Or, uh, yes, beep boop beep.
1: I just feel like it's the it's the kind of music that everybody knows their songs and they're just yeah boop bop.
0: <laughs> I mean, we've entered the beep, boop bop section of uh, <laughs> of the podcast here.
1: I just don't know what to say about Duran Duran. You know, I have nothing bad to say about them.
0: Nothing. They had an album. They're, you li- you listened to it? But I wasn't
1: like you know rocking my Duran Duran shirt, even though that'd
0: probably be cool now. Um, dinosaur jr had an album where you been dinosaur jr sound sounds the same to me all of it does sound kind of like that i mean feel the pain is their big song i really like it this album was good fine and it was dinosaur jr album
1: are you gonna sing uh feel the pain for us
0: it wasn't on this album
1: i know i just don't know what it is do do i know that song yes okay
0: (laughs) i played it for you when i said dinosaur jr oh they have an album and I played the song and that's that's how little it, it
1: Yeah, I listened to this album. I didn't I didn't dislike it. I didn't I mean I feel kinda like beep boop bop, you know. Very nineties.
0: Rain that in. You can't just keep beeping. I
1: will say this felt nineties. Duran Duran to me feels a little more like new wavy like eighties.
0: Which is what they are. Yeah, yeah. And it's their seventh album, so they're back at that well. Um and then of course three eleven, which I just put sublime with sixteen question marks because I am not good at um I know you put that off the top like that's just my own personal joke where i'm like oh man it's but,
1: funny because you don't really like either right y-
0: yes and you we, talked we talked last when year sublime, right? we talked last year about sublime right and i'm like listen to it i understand it i get it um sublime is still touring now
1: it didn't resonate with you and that's fine um
0: not the original version, That's
1: kind of how I felt about 311. And, you know, I had a lot of friends that really liked 311. but And this album, I, I didn't recognize the songs, but I almost enjoyed this more than their popular stuff. I was like, oh, it kind of feels a little punky. Like, uh, I don't know.
0: Yeah, but, I, I, yeah. It just didn't do much for me. Now, what there was in the single section, it's a lot of pretty cool singles that came out. Um, we've covered some of them before. Like, Ice Cubes, It Was a Good Day. We had listened to that before. I believe we talked about that. That was a single that came out. Cranberries Linger, which is, like, a total early 90s song.
1: Oh, that album didn't come out, though? No,
0: the single, Linger, oh. came out. Alice in Chains, The Rooster, single came out. Um, Metallica's Sad But True, which is, like, a really yeah, yeah, yeah. big song. That came out. Um... Aerosmith's "Living on the Edge" came out, which that album's gonna come out, I think, next month or April. We saw
1: "Living on the Edge."
0: Yeah, but the 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 one with the cows with otters.
1: Oh, the album came out. No, the, the song the...
0: "Living on the Edge" is the single. Oh. I'm just going through some singles that came out. But sorry, no, I'm that's like, fine. You
1: mean like crazy?
0: That's off that album. <laughs> yes, yes.
1: No, I know that's off that album, but I was just like, <laughs> yes, okay. Yes, we fair. talked about that. We for, already did.
0: Yeah, we Together. talked about that for our next recording. We're just. Yeah. yes correct it, it's funny sometimes I'm literally like these singles and you're like oh but I didn't know about the I didn't know that linger came out yeah well it came out as a single and then I the. Mean, la- you have to let it you have to and that's such a 90s thing that's such a 90s overplay joke that we would do all the time like I, I mean I would do with my family what would happen is someone would fart <laughs> and we would just say did you have to and someone else would come back and say, did you have to? And we would just say, let it linger. Oh. Or we would just sometimes say, did you have to? And we knew because it was making fun of the crime. Yeah, it was making fun of that. So that was a, you know, we used to do that. That was fun. <laughs> the, you never that, did that? Like, that's the perfect. No! <laughs> what lingers? What lingers but a fart?
1: I don't have siblings.
0: I Just in general. I did what my friends do. Like, what lingers oh, okay. but a fart? Like, i mean i'm a girl. a girl i
1: don't know girls teenage girls don't sit around and fart at each other
0: but if you did and it smelled you'd be like did you have
1: to question mark i don't know i mean no that's definitely funny i <laughs>
0: <laughs> like I think didn't everybody make that joke like i don't understand like what is the point of the song if not to say did you have to let it linger I like mean, how are she, they are She is <laughs> clearly talking about somebody farting right <laughs> I've somebody never, hot I've never boxing a room I've never. somebody's hot boxing a room and you look at them and go did you have to like you get on an elevator and somebody farts and you just look at them and go did you have to right like do what did they have to what they let that linger they let that stink linger i don't know um it's just i, I, I thought that was common knowledge i thought no. everybody knew that no. that's the true meaning of that song so that that single uh meant, meant something for me did you have to jen is oh, my question so good. So outside of that, I had I got all my things here on my board that I'm looking at that I talked about. There was one more album which we went back and forth on and we're going to cover in April, which right. is Radiohead's Pablo Honey, which mm-hmm. is an awesome album. I believe the Creep single has already come out. I think we talked about it in September
1: it, it yeah, came out.
0: it came out. And so some of the websites that we're using to kind of go back and pull our list together and look at stuff, you <sighs> When something comes out, doesn't mean it came out in America. So yeah. some of it does mean worldwide charts or UK charts. And this came out in the UK. I don't know exactly when it would have made it here, but I know for sure in April the album's released. So that's kind of kind of when we're gonna go over it. We listened to it this month, yeah. but
1: we're gonna do I album mean, releases according to uh, the US, just because if possible. Yeah. Just be, I mean, with exceptions, but just because it's like a little easy or for us. If it's a slow month, if something listen, came it's out, very yeah. American of us, mm-hmm. but. We- we are who we
0: are but if we're trying to you know if we're trying to churn up our own nostalgia it's like there's yeah. no way that i would have heard creep before the album ever came out it just wouldn't have happened right i don't remember hearing no
1: i mean i feel like it was probably on i don't know i probably wouldn't have heard
0: it i'm getting you know as we go through this too i'm getting such a weird like i don't know if you're experiencing the same thing but i get this like feeling of like uh I don't know if it's the Mandala effect or whatever it is, but I'm like, Creep by Radiohead. Came out in 93. I'm like, I'm 10. But I'm like, I feel like that I heard that song when I was like 13 or 14, maybe. So I'm like, is somehow like, did I hear it? like?
1: Well, no, Pat, I can't cause... remember
0: when I heard it. Well,
1: because I don't think I, I don't remember the first time I heard it, but... I don't think I was into most of this music when I was eleven. I mean, maybe some of it, but
0: that's my point. Yeah, where, no, where I'm like, I
1: mean, that's what happens. Music is around for a while. It's day. I mean, you hear stuff on the radio now that came out years ago. That's what happens. So, for you to pick up on it, like I didn't buy the Screeching Weasel album when I was eleven.
0: But I feel like because, I feel like, like okay, I'm gonna hand you the CD here. Listen to the CD, and then you look at the back, and you're like ninety three. I just feel like things were condensed so much that it was like if I heard something in 96, but it really came out in 93, it might as well just came out in 96 because that's when I heard it. Like everything was new. It was like when I heard it is like when it happened, even though it's a few years kind of later. As weird as that sounds. Because
1: you were coming into being like.
0: Coming into the music and coming into the stuff. And so it's just. Coming more of an adult. It's cool to re-experience that and reignite that is what I'm saying. Like when I hear Creep and I'm like, I'm just transported back to that moment where I'm like, this is how I heard it.
1: The fact that Creep. And Ordinary World came out, like, around the same time is mind-blowing to me. Because Creep, to me, yeah, is, like, 96, 97.
0: Right. And Ordinary World, it, to me, yeah. could be
1: 84. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, obviously, I'm and I'd be wrong about both. But, yeah, you, it, it's... Things don't just start and stop, right? Like, everything kind well, of bleeds into each other. Because
0: certain things, like, when you hear them when you're really young, like, you have no idea what you're even hearing. And so then you hear them for the first time when you're a little bit older... It just hits different and like i said time was not the same like when something made it to you when someone gave you that cd that's the first time you may have ever experienced that music it wasn't like you heard it anywhere else it wasn't like you knew about it and it sure wasn't like it is now where everything is just together you could just you know go on youtube and watch whatever music video you want but the first time you saw it on mtv you're like holy shit this is crazy i'll never forget that first time that i saw the black or white video which you went over, I think, last year. Yeah. Like, that was wild. And he's just beating the shit out of, like, just screaming and beating up the cars and doing all this stuff. I'm like, man, this Michael Jackson video is wild. Like, that was wild. I remember the first time I saw it. remember the whole thing. Like, it's just not the same now, right? Yeah. Like Like, things don't, like, I'm just saying, things don't wow like they did back then. Like, here's this CD, and you listen to the whole thing, you're like, wow, that was amazing.
1: Yeah, because there's just so much content everywhere, all the time, coming at you, where back then it was more... Selective, I guess, mm-hmm. or you know,
0: and again, like you go- said, it
1: was like a treasure hunt.
0: Yeah, you found it and you're just right there. Well, I'm just I mean?
1: looking, I'm looking ahead right now into March and pretty excited. There's a lot of stuff.
0: There's a, like what?
1: Butthole Surfers, okay. Um, the Kinks, Shakira, LL Cool J, hmm. the Cranberries, Kid Rock, Kid oh, Rock boy. in
0: 93, in, in March, March. Oh, wow. That's pretty uh, cool.
1: I don't know if it's. Uh, I don't know if there's any. I don't know what songs are on it. You know, it could be like I don't know. I'm not a kid rock we'll fan, so not. I don't know. Yeah, but I'm just saying, it looks like there's a lot, like, Lenny Kravitz, Van Morrison, uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Cram- yeah, I already said cranberries. Bop, bada, boop. Beep, bop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: Well, I appreciate the beeps, the bobs, the boobs.
1: I feel like you don't. I feel like you don't like them.
0: I mean, it's not that I don't like them. I just, I, I think you have to be selective. You can't just, you can't just flood the zone with beep bop I'm going to cut some out. I don't think you should. I think right now you should just let it go. And and the are gonna people are going to be
1: like, what is he complaining about? There's been like Got four to boops. give
0: the people, give the people all the boops. We are going to be closing out our episodes this Year by playing this game of 90s Trivial Pursuit that you got me, right? Okay,
1: well, let's just talk about this game of 90s. It's a mini game, it's a mini game, it's a mini pack of 1990s Trivial Pursuit cards. My plan for the future of this endeavor, yeah, this podcast is to get a 90s Trivial Pursuit game and play a game together. Of 90s Trivial Pursuit. A continual game. Yeah. So we'll each have a round during each podcast. And then the person who wins receives a gift from the person who doesn't win that is from the 90s or or from that year or whatever we decide, but like something relevant. And I think that should be really fun.
0: So these are warm ups.
1: Yeah, that game doesn't exist in our life yet. So we're going to start with this just to see, you know, if it goes good. I know we were doing some other like fun trivia type stuff. Last year. So now we're going to Trivial Pursuit. Okay. Okay. So how many questions do you want to give each other?
0: We'll do three questions. Okay. We'll go back and forth. This is going to be,
1: by the way, very embarrassing for me.
0: We're going to go penalty kick style. So we're going to go like, I, we'll, we'll, we'll pick. So this time you can read to me first. Put the pressure on me. No pressure on you. Okay.
1: Okay. What political drama, which premiered in 1999, depicted the inner workings of a White House led by President Josiah Bartlett, played by Martin Sheen?
0: What is The West Wing?
1: The show won 26 Emmys in its seven-season run. Yep, you're right.
0: All right, Jen. What writer of The Odd Couple also wrote Lost in Yonkers, which won a Tony for the best play... And Pulitzer Prize in 1991. I will give you a hint. A person probably unrelated to him <laughs> was part of a duo. And the second part name of the someone of the duo sounded like a mixture of a orange cat. And a type of music.
1: Holy shit. So it was something I didn't know. And now it's something that I really don't know but feel silly for it. So a, a tabby.
0: A specific tabby orange cat. Garfield. And a type of music. And they were the second part of the musical duo, even though it, I don't think the guy in the duo, but it's the right last name. So if you get the last name of the first guy, I'll give it to you.
1: Um. Type of music, like jazz. Or. Blues. Or. Rock. Uptown. Funk. Garfield Funk. Terry Funk. Gar. Garfield. Gary Funk.
0: Gar-, Gar- <laughs>
1: Garfunk oh
0: yes so who did he write music with
1: (laughs) oh you you're giving me way too much credit simon and garfunkel simon alvin theodore
0: written by neil simon
1: yeah we're not gonna count that as a win for me
0: no i really i I kept going would you have known that neil simon no not off the top of my head no
1: Whew, Simon and Garfunkel.
0: But Simon and Garfunkel I was gonna give it to you if you got Simon. You
1: should have gone Alvin Theodore. Definitely would have gotten that.
0: <laughs> but that's how like... You
1: gotta know your audience.
0: But see when I <laughs> Okay. And you, you have to understand when I turn it over and I see Neil Simon and I go
1: That's fine. These are good. I be thought hard.
0: I thought that was Paul Simon. So I'm like Paul Simon Simon and Garfunkel and I'm like, that's Aww. not Paul Simon. So then I'm like, ooh, I did that wrong.
1: You're probably going to know this, time. Okay. Whose record did shortstop Cal Ripken Jr. break when he played in his 2,131st consecutive game?
0: Is it... Brooks Robinson?
1: No, it's someone more famous than that.
0: Lou Gehrig? Yes. Oh, man, that's terrible. I didn't know that. I'll give that you that, quick.
1: though. I feel like... Nah,
0: that was an L. I should have known that immediately. Oh, man, I'm bad at my random I didn't trivia. even get
1: Simon and Garfunkel. That's true. Basically Members
0: did. of what two bands made up the 1990s grunge supergroup Temple of the Dog?
1: Oh no, you've told me this. Is it Soundgarden? Yes. Pearl jane
0: Yes. Eddie Vedder.
1: I'm so Chris proud Winner. of myself right now. Yeah. Um. What clothing item was not allowed to be worn by women on the floor of the U.S. Senate until the dress code was amended in 1993? Ding, ding, ding.
0: 1993.
1: Pants? It's fucking pants. Ah. Can you believe that it took, in, I, that, that we were born and lived like 10 years before women could wear pants on the Senate floor? Like, Jen, this is not a feminist podcast. Like, I mean, obviously, but a feminist, But like, a what?
0: Jen. Uh, our parents grew up in an era of the civil rights movement. Like, yes, I can believe that. What atmospheric.
1: It's unbelievable.
0: So what did I get to?
1: I thought you weren't counting Lou Gehrig, but I will count it for you. No, oh, no. I got the first oh, one. I got oh, the West oh. Wing. I'm sorry. I forgot about the pants one because I was just in. So you
0: need this to tie. Okay. And have the week. So nobody wins. Have, have the week. What atmospheric first person puzzle solving game was the best selling computer game of the 90s? Missed. Of course.
1: Okay, so we're we're even. We're gonna Okay. Okay, so this is This is before we have our mm-hmm. official Trivial Pursuit.
0: First one to ten wins by uh, the loser buys a trivial pursuit game.
1: That's perfect. And they're not available anymore, so you have to get them on eBay or Macar. Electronic like Bay? That. Okay. Perfect. First one to ten. First one to ten buys the Trivial Pursuit. I like it. The loser it?
0: buys the Trivial Pursuit. Oh, yeah. First well, one well, to ten is the winner. Loser I, buys the Trivial Pursuit. Zero, zero.
1: I like that. So right now we're 0-0. We're 0-0? Zero, zero. Zero, zero. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. Great. Nothing. Um... Well, I really miss sitting in this closet and talking about the 90s with you. It's one of my favorite things.
0: I know. We had a good time today. We talked about some music. We uh, really didn't give too many notes other than no. what we thought about everything. I hope
1: that nobody feels like this was educational because no. it sure wasn't.
0: Uh, hopefully, you were a little bit entertained. We will be back next week. Go through some potpourri. Right? No, nope, Next week is
1: television.
0: It could be whatever we want. No, well, I'm just going to be television. We could do potpourri tomorrow. We could record it tomorrow. Well, we have
1: to week. in the next two weeks. Just to give a little teaser, we're going to be talking about the Super Bowl and the halftime show, which, mm. spoiler alert, was Michael Jackson yep. in 93, um, but I'm not sure if we're going to do that on TV or potpourri yet. We have to figure out what we're working with. But um, yeah, so TV is next week.
0: Yeah, we we'll definitely have to cover the Super Bowl before the Super Bowl. Super Bowl in real life is next week.
1: So we'll do it on the TV episode then. We'll
0: That's that what time. we'll do. We'll Jen, that. anything else you want to add?
1: Um, no, I'm just happy to be back. Um, yeah, follow us on The Things. We're on Instagram. Right now we're at BLC Mixtapes, but we're, like I said, we're doing a little rebrand. So, you know, it might be 90s mixtapes soon. If you follow us at BLC Mixtapes right now, it'll, it'll change with you. So you'll, you'll be good. And then what's the twiddle? The twiddle!
0: <laughs> no, I just... I believe it's at blc pod, at blc pod. Oh, the twiddle. At blc pod. Yeah,
1: I don't think we really. Uh,
0: We're not gonna change that handle. That's that's no, gonna be the handle. But
1: um, we'll start posting a little more on the socials. One what thing I, at a time. We just gotta get back in this closet, right? Like.
0: <laughs> what I would recommend everybody do is, if you are in Mister Tuttle's driver's ed class,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: make sure that you bring him some sort of treasure. Order to sweeten him up. He likes, I'm pretty positive he probably liked McDonald's. Did
1: he like McDonald's? Maybe
0: an apple. Something. Probably well, some it's... sort of food. Mr. Tuttle probably likes some food, I think. That's just all I'm saying. Feel... No shame.
1: I feel like you're shaming Mr. Tuttle. No, I'm not shaming Very you. 90s of you. It's very 90s of you.
0: <laughs> Listen, Mr. Tuttle, of all the Bayside teachers, it was either Mr. Tuttle.
1: Oh, we get to talk about Say by the Bells, and you know what comes out this year? Is it the wedding? I think it's college years. So we got to do a big Say By The Bell just overview. Because well, we're going to have a, f- we'll a have finale discussion. Or yeah,
0: talk about the finale. Um, yeah, I mean, I got to say in terms of teachers, I probably want Mr. Tuttle. He was pretty Or Rod Bellman. But we don't, we, we digress. Flu is true. Jen? Pat? It's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun? Did you
1: have
0: to let that linger?